It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from the corner of Frankfurt and Potman Avenue, and there are a bunch of people that have lined up, and it is not for the auspicious 94 WIP pen that you can possibly win. Brandon Graham has finally arrived, and uh, you need to be down here immediately because he's signing autographs. So is our good friend Ike Reese, who will join us uh, in a, at some point during the program. Uh, oh, and not only that, well. not only that, oh, he's just he's diving in right now. <laughs> Speaking What's of, happening? What's oh! happening? There he is. There he is. My Welcome guy. to uh, James Seltzer and Company. What, what's up, fellas? What's going on? Elliot Santa Legiglio. Mark, what's happening, brother? I, I, you did everybody. Right, I wasn't going to have a mic right at this point. You know what I mean? Like, if he's going gonna to do that from the jump, like, I'll get the mic in front of him. I just thought I had to grease you properly, man. No, yeah, no, I, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Uh, I, what's up, fellas? Love the show. Love the thank, show. Thank you. I get to hear James a lot. Yes. I, I get to hear Barchard a lot. I don't have to listen to Elliot as much. <laughs> Me and Ike go out at 3 o'clock on Friday. No, so it, by Saturday, it's, it's he's probably just, you know, too sore from the yeah, L he takes every Friday. Not so. to mention, that, have you guys had any battles on the player show lately? I mean, you know, you guys um, going after there? Are you going to keep it It's been mild. It nice? It's been okay. mild. It's yeah. nice. That's more about the players, you know. Yeah, we get to spar for about 10 minutes, oh, though. Good. Yeah, we get to do it for about 10 minutes. So I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very worried about the Eagles if they lose this football game. And I know this isn't the, the cliched, oh, a must-win football game, but to get the season going, I mean, they need to beat somebody good, and, and yeah. the Patriots are that. Yeah, and I think this is a good matchup for them. I, I, I do. Um, and I know we're going to be a little shorthanded tomorrow. I, w- I wish we would be having full complementary weapons going up against this Patriot defense, but because their offense isn't as explosive they don't score a ton of points unless you turn the ball over and give them short fields. If we can stay away from the turnovers and, and, and just be smart and get this thing to the fourth quarter, I think we'll be okay. I think the better quarterback will lead this team to victory in the fourth quarter, and that's the wow, Wentz wagon. The, the Wentz wagon Look at this. will lead picking the team the, to victory in the fourth quarter. Well Ike, Ike picking the Patriots, man. That's wild. <laughs> no, I'm picking the oh, Eagles. Oh, man. I'm picking the Eagles. But that's, that's sort of your formula when you play the New England Patriots, right? Uh, if you're a team that you aren't going to be afraid of the mystique when you go in there and play them, and then you, you make sure you limit your mistakes and you get this thing to the fourth quarter. Now, listen, they win more than their fair share of fourth quarter games. We know that. But in your stadium, uh, you got a much better chance. And, and if I can get Carson with that ball in the fourth quarter with an opportunity to go ahead late, I'd rather have that than to have to face Brady with the ball 
coming down trying to stop oh, him from yes. winning. Yeah, 100%. Look, I, I, yeah. I hope Carson has a ball with four minutes to go, too, because that'll be a fun week of coverage no matter what happens yeah, in those guy. last four minutes. Yeah, but I think for tomorrow. Hey, look, real quick, like, can Carson Wentz throw and catch the ball himself? No, I'm not, he can't. Okay, I just I'm trying to check. explain it at the I, just, I didn't say he can. I, 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 I didn't know. I was under the impression. Nor can he block. Yes, I was under the impression that he had to do all of that. Look, there's a lot of things Carson can't do. We don't have to go over the list right now. But what I'm saying is this, is I think tomorrow is an important game for sure, but I think to your point it's more about like just seeing where this team is at because they can lose tomorrow and still make the playoffs like if you beat Seattle the next week you got to win two out of three against New England Seattle Dallas and then you have to take care of the games that you're supposed to win obviously and this team's been a little up and down but I think at this uh, tomorrow when the game's over we'll have a better idea of just where the team is at in general coming out of the bye yeah it's just so frustrating because you got a different group of guys going out there just about every week and coming off the bye week you're thinking you're getting healthy and you're getting everybody yeah. back ready for the stretch run. And here it is again. We're signing Jay Ajayi yesterday. So you Martega Whiteside's <laughs> probably going to get his most extensive action, right? So it's another group of guys out there. I will say the one good thing is that the defense getting seems healthy. to be fully healthy. Yeah, the secondary is kind of what we hoped for at the beginning of the year. Fletcher's Fletch- playing his best ball. Absolutely. I think Brandon is on pace to have his best year as an eagle with the way that he's been playing so um i I, that's a good thing for the team the defense is starting to come together and that defensive line is starting to form the identity of what you want your defense to be like for me the biggest the biggest look alshon i can get over that i think they can get by yeah jordan howard it can a guy who's not clear for practice on friday play on sunday does that happen uh it can listen i we're all still getting to know Jordan Howard, so we don't know his, his background from sure. a playing with an injury standpoint. I don't think he's missed very many games. No, in his career. Uh, in his hasn't. career so far, but as a running back with that type of an injury, you certainly have to be worried about taking contact Especially there. the way he plays. I mean, yeah. craving contact. And that's what he is. He's a downhill runner, and most he's going to be used in short yardage, goal line type situations. So you know you're going to be going up against uh, a seven, eight-man front. And here's the other thing. Listen, he, he's a professional athlete. He's in his free agent year. Yep. He doesn't want to have to miss four or five uh, more games no, yeah. if he can rest at least this one week yeah. and it gets him healthier for the final six. He's more likely to do that than to go out there and risk further injury. And with Jordan Howard dealing with that injury, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they use Miles Sanders because they've kind of been able to let Miles, although he's improved each week, take like a backseat role to Jordan in terms of being the workhorse, you know, running between the tackles and that type of thing. You can't count on Boston Scott to do it. I like Boston Scott enough, but you're not going to make him, you know, 15 carries. And again, JJ hasn't played or practiced in 13 months. So I do think Miles is going to have to pick it up tomorrow in terms of just you know, getting four or five yards to carry. And like he, he's been making explosive plays, but he, we need him to be productive on every, almost every carry, not lose yards and be indecisive like he has been. Here's the problem with that. You need 25 rushing attempts tomorrow at a minimum. At least. At a minimum, 25 rushing attempts. Ugh. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking closer to 30. That's true, but I'm just, you know. I'm thinking yeah. closer we, to 30. Yeah, that's yeah. how this team wins games right now. Yeah, if you get 30 rushing attempts and, and about 30 to 35 passing attempts, closer to 30 passing attempts i think that's a good recipe i I don't want to tempt fate throwing the ball against that secondary so you got to stay in advantageous uh down and distance situations i'm just wondering where they're going to get the other 15 carries at because i don't know if miles can carry the ball 20 times i I just don't know if he can do it 
yeah. and, be, and be a part of your passing game. Right, which is which is probably like yeah. Elliot's not going to get his wish. I'm assuming that Bo- it'll probably be split between Boston Scott and Jay Ajayi if I had to, how, to how make a guess. How much can you run Jay Ajayi tomorrow? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, look, the dude hasn't taken a hit in over a year. I mean, he could take a hit and drop the ball. But the other thing, Seven too, carries, I don't know. real quick, when fresh you talk legs. about Miles, yeah, fresh, fresh legs. legs. That's what this <laughs> offense has come down to, just guys that have fresh legs. But – uh, I think with Miles Sanders, too, he's a guy that in college had issue holding on to the ball. Yep. He had the fumble issues early on this year, and he's done a better job. But the more he touches it, the more he's running into piles like that, that's when I think you do get worried about him maybe having some ball security issues. And you have to run between the tackles. You can't spend all day running on the outside. Um, you got to be able to mix it up, run between the tackles. Um, I don't know. I heard – I think it was uh, Seltzer that said it, but it might have been anybody. I know I said it couple times this week this is a Doug Peterson game this is you know Doug and Jim Swartz really you know Jim Swartz his defense can't let this turn into a shootout and and Doug has to have a a game plan that's going to get him to the fourth quarter and then you unveil a couple plays here and there where you can take a shot I will say this they at least have to test this Patriots defense if they get close to midfield you got to take a shot somewhere yeah you got to take a shot or two you get the midfield, you got to make them respect the fact that you will at least throw the ball down the field. And, Nelson, I don't want to hear anything <laughs> about lights. I don't want to hear anything about tracking the ball. I don't hear any of that tomorrow. No lights at 1 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Or, or 425, <laughs> I guess, to start yeah, the game. I don't yeah. want to hear any of that stuff tomorrow. I agree. I think Nelson's the one receiver you can put pressure on to have a better game. Like, yeah. J.J. and Matt Collins are what they are. They're young players. Matt Collins is not very good. And J.J. is a young player. But I also think – and I'm not saying this to put pressure on Carson, but I do think with how good the Patriots cornerbacks are and the issues the Eagles receivers have creating separation, like Carson needs to be smart, but he also is going to have to feel comfortable throwing into tight windows because there's not going to be wide open guys. So yeah. he's going to have to take well, some chances. Well, that's good because he already is. I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm what if there have been wide yeah. open guys this year? Listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. There's no way he's throwing into a tight window to Ortega Whiteside yeah. or yep. Mac Hollins. Yeah, that's true. I guarantee that. So He needs to make some plays with his legs too we've seen at least four board. of them yeah at least four of them tomorrow right where you can pick up a first down yep. or pick up some yardage yeah that's that's the type of offense we have now i mean yep. that's yeah. what you're gonna have to do and that's uh, honestly jake elliott's to gonna attack. be big tomorrow yeah. too jake elliott well, is just be, like he was the last time he faced the patriots that's right. it's gonna be windy tomorrow <laughs> it's gonna be windy yeah it's gonna be windy Very tomorrow, windy tomorrow so. and, and the patriots for the, for the first time don't have a reliable yeah. kick. Yep, yep, which is nice. And, yeah. and also from when the Eagles defense, I mean, the, this Patriots offensive line is maybe the worst Tom Brady yeah. has ever played behind. Yeah. Obviously, with Brandon Graham here, we know what he did last time he saw Tom Brady. But I think Derek Barnett and Brandon Graham, and we talk a lot about Fletcher Cox up the middle, but on the edges, I think the Eagles do have an advantage uh, from the defensive ends versus the Patriots offensive tackles. Yeah. Do you think the bye could have helped them work Jannard Avery in more? I mean, we saw a flash Oh, yeah, for sure. You would think kind for of sure. with an extra week to work on him, maybe we see a little Jannard Avery yeah, packages tomorrow or something? I got to believe they like what they saw out of him. It gives Jim Swartz a little opportunity to, to mix up some of that dime package stuff he, he does, and you can use him as a hybrid linebacker slash pass rusher with those guys up front. So I would expect they, they throw him out there for about 10 plays tomorrow, yeah. 10, 15 plays tomorrow. Should be uh, – yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see kind of how they use him because you can – Come on, man. We got the goats coming to town. I know, I know. The goats will be here. <laughs> <laughs>
man. That is the uh, goats. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I'll give them their props. Yeah. It just, just makes it feel that much better when we kick their ass tomorrow. That's right. There again. we go. Yes. Again. Again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is High Grease. Of course, you can listen to it on this station yeah. right here from 2 to 6 anytime. He's rocking the Go Birds. He is. He's oh, he rocking the well. Go Birds swag. Yeah. Ike's got our back. Friend of the show, I agree. That's right. He always comes on the James Seltzer and Company show <laughs> right here on WIP, 888-729-9494. And uh, we want to go to Dave because he's been hanging out and hanging on with us in Collegeville. Dave, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, guys. Hey, um, good, good. Hey, uh, great show, guys. Appreciate it, man. Hey, I think, I think the Eagles have a great chance tomorrow, and here's why. If you look at who the Patriots play, they have four interceptions at Miami, four at Buffalo, three at the Giants, four at the Jets. They played a good team in Baltimore. They let up 37 points. I think if Wentz, they, 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 they have to have some design runs for him tomorrow early to keep, keep, keep the defense honest for by the Patriots. I think that will help with separation. If he rolls out, he runs a few times and then rolls out a few more, I think that's going to make the defense um, – you, know, you have to respect honest. it a little yeah, bit more, yeah. Yeah, and Dave, like, putting pressure on those uh, Patriots linebackers is, is definitely a big key. And yeah, they're really good at blitzing. Yeah. They're less good at open field yeah, tackling absolutely. and whatnot. And also to his yeah, and, point, the, and they haven't played anybody. I mean, if you look at their schedule, they're 8-1 for a reason. They beat yeah. Pittsburgh, yeah, but that was at the Patriots' first game of the season. Patriots or Pittsburgh, you know, without you know trying to get adjusted to new players on offense, the Patriots have played nobody, and the one team that – was really good. They got blown out by him. Brady's not the same Brady. I, They're going to get pressure that. on him, and he can't throw a deep ball. But, Dave, I also don't think that the Eagles are at a place where the Ravens are either. I mean, the Ravens are a really, really, really good football team with yeah. an incredible defense Oh, 100%. As well. yeah. But he is but, right. But I mean, it is Eagles astounding. It is astounding. I mean, the Eagles will easily be the second-best team oh, the yeah, Patriots have faced. It's astounding I, I how think, bad uh, their schedule is. I think been. to Dave's point about Carson running the ball, I think part of that can be, and we've talked about how this is a Doug Peterson game. James, you touched on it. Ike did as well. Like, it doesn't have to be Carson rolling out and creating, like, on the fly. I, I want to see Doug be creative with the offense tomorrow. Just some things we haven't seen before. Yeah. Got to catch Belichick off guard. little option to Miles Sanders. Well, Let's go. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. Just one more quick point. Uh, Schwartz. You know, I think Schwartz wants a little bit of revenge from that Super Bowl, too. That defense did not play that well. So, yes, you well, know, they made the biggest play of the game. Yeah, but, but, but you know, he's right. I'm sure those guys, I, I bet sure. you all those guys want to go out and say, you know, we can handle this Patriots offense. Yeah. Like, you're not going to do that to us again. And, yes, you're right. I mean, look, the guy literally 20 feet to our <laughs> left made the biggest play in franchise history, yeah. and that was all they needed. And crazy, we've been playing the Merrill montage on the station. It is unbelievable that Merrill Reese called that play. Yeah. Like, in the moment, Merrill Reese said, Wow, wouldn't it be the time for the first turnover? And it happens. It is, it is one of the craziest things. Why that we is the GOAT? We don't talk about that enough. Speaking nope. of a GOAT, you're right. Um, but, look, I, I think, I think to what Ike said, I do think we've underrated a little bit because this defense was so bad in Minnesota, so bad against Dallas. I think we've underrated the guys they've gotten back. I mean, Jalen Mills has made a difference. Absolutely. Uh, and Fletcher Cox is playing like a different player than yep. he was the first six, seven games of the season. I do think that stuff matters. I don't think this defense is as bad as people say they are. 888-729-9494. We are going to talk about that defense, and we're going to talk about Jim Schwartz. Coming up in a, uh, just a minute as uh, we were, uh, you know, got sidetracked by the wonderful Ike Reese. you got to listen when he talks. So uh, 888-729-9494 will get you in. Plenty more coming up on the Go Birds Radio Show, live from Frank Redick Common in the Mayfair Improvement Business District, right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.